Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Funds. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. Don't you know, in the Metroplex, they rarely get nights like they had last night. The Dallas Cowboys won and the Texas Rangers won to go up 2-0 in the playoffs. So, uh, don't you know that the uh, Dallas Cowboy and Ranger fans were celebrating today? <laughs> pretty, pretty amazing. And you, you know, you had a chance to flip back and forth. You know, I, I said this morning on this on uh, with um, Roger and David. I thought that um, well, the Phillies and the Rangers are definitely the two best teams. I failed to consider that the Astros this year have been better on the road than at home. They're actually below 500 at home. Correct. Far above 500 on the road. And remember their series with Minnesota. They split at home, then they went to Minnesota and won two. So we'll see what happens there. I hope it's at least an interesting series. But it was kind of nice to watch that last night. And it was, you know, again, if we all love Jerry Jones because he's from Arkansas. So it was nice to see the Cowboys win at uh, San Diego last night. Now, I don't know if we'll have to ask Chris if that means they're back in the Super Bowl or not, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if you could go that far. But anyway, that was nice, too, and let's hope Arkansas is semi-healthy as they play Mississippi State. How many times have you ever heard a college football coach say, this is a must-win? Yeah. You know, media says it, say it all the time. Rarely does the coach say it, and Sam Pittman said it yesterday, and, and he's right. It is. If if they're going to have any success to this year, this is a must-win. And I am sure when he meets with the media tomorrow, begins at 1040 Central Time, as he meets with the uh, SEC media in general, it's on the SEC teleconference, then at uh, 2 o'clock he'll meet with the Remaining Arkansas media that's not part of... And again, I think he's got 10 minutes on the SEC call. So it's not like you have the same opportunity when he meets with the general media at 2 o'clock where you can go further in depth on on things. But i got to believe, Rick, the first question... Now, he's already ruled out Rocket Sanders. So that question is not necessary. Right. But I think Nudie, McLaughlin, there's several... Braxton, Jaden Braxton, uh, Pooh Paul, what is it, what is his st- status? Uh, in spite of how, in some regards, some of these guys, young men, have stepped up and played thus far, uh, they're starters for a reason. They had earned that opportunity and uh, to start. So, uh, thank goodness for depth. But you would, it would sure be nice to get some of those starters. Uh, back from the injured list, and especially, Rick, when you can lay it, I say you, the team can lay it on the line, give it everything they've got because they should anyway to begin with, but next week is an open date. So lay it out there. Basically, it's almost like you'll have two full weeks uh, before you play your next game. So lay it on the line, let it go, and and, uh, put on your best effort because – uh, you are set. Arkansas is set uh, to take a 
small break uh, mm-hmm. after this Saturday. And they can use it. You know, after the stretch that they went through, that four-game grind, uh, even with Mississippi State at home, they can definitely use it, particularly before they go to Florida. If they, if, if they can beat Mississippi State, then you're you're happy during that open date week. You can get some things done, and it builds your confidence to go to Florida. And it's easy to say. I know Steve came. Arkansas never won there. Never won. Well, they've only played a few games there, and that doesn't mean they're not going to win there. And so you got to go into it with the mentality of, hey, this is going to be the first Arkansas team to go to Gainesville and win. And uh, that's that's what they need to do. But you got to beat Mississippi State first. Uh, otherwise, confidence could be shot for the rest of the year. Well, if you if you want to rephrase it in a another way. Okay. Every game forward is a must win. Yeah, it really game. is. It really if you, is. If you want to achieve your goals, which right. I would I would guess going to a bowl game would have been number 3, number 4, obviously you put it at the top of the list whether it's realistic or not. You're going to say play for a national championship. Yeah. And then you're going to put win a conference championship. And then maybe at that point you might see a bowl game uh that's down on the list of things that you're setting your goal towards. That means every game. We've already talked about got to win four out of five. I think every game is a must-win game because even saying that, if Arkansas did win four out of the five, it's much better as a team, as we well know, with a better record, you get a better bowl. So. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Win out, win out, and you get a little bit better bowl. And then if you win again, that's why you you can't ever give up in anything in life, in your business, in your game, in your sports, or anything else. Because you have you just have to think that if somehow they did win the last five games, we're not saying they will, but if they did and won a bowl game, they'd be better than they were the year before, and just a game off of what they did two years ago. So now you're building the program back up again. And uh, that, that's what they're still playing. That's why this game Saturday is so important, because you can't do any of that without beating Mississippi State. But if they can beat Mississippi State, then all of a sudden you still got goals ahead of you. It's easy to look at 2-5 and five and say, oh, gosh. But if the players do that, they're in trouble. Fans can do all they want to, but uh, this is where Arkansas's players and coaches really need the Razorback fans to be there on Saturday. Absolutely. Whether Mary Ann believes they'll be there or not, they they need to be there. <laughs> yeah. um, by the way, uh, I don't know how soon. Joe, you might know the answer to this. Um, I listened, I guess, I listened more than just, just that moment at 3.06 or thereabouts when um, John was interviewing Josh Joshua Braun. I want to shorten his name to Josh for some reason. Joshua Braun. Joshua Joshua. He goes by both. Um, that turned out to be about a thirty-some-odd-minute interview. Yeah, but it is worth it, it. It is for those that missed it. It is worth their time listening. To that interview. John did a great job with with Josh or Joshua, and but some of the things that he had to that Josh had to say. Man, I mean that's that's a man, a mature man that was talking Joe about some of the trials and tribulations they've gone through as a team, and uh, I thought in particular John brought up the the phenomenal play by KJ Jefferson, mm. and um, where he shook off the defender, then threw the pass to Gums for 25 yards, and helped set up that touchdown to Rashad DeBinion on the wheel route. But one of the things that almost immediately, Joe, Joshua came back with, he said, K.J. should have been put in that position. Exactly. That was our fault. He was put in that position. And I'm like, wow. I mean, more often not, you just start clapping and say, yeah, way to go, way to go, K.J., not taking any blame. Because if I remember correctly, that came from both his and Patrick Kudis. It came from that side of the ball where Arnold came from, which meant either Kudis missed the block, Braun missed the block, whatever it may have been. But uh, nevertheless, some of the things that he said, I don't, I don't want to spoil it for those that haven't heard the interview, but I thought that was one of the best ones I've heard in quite a while. That was, and like you mentioned, it was something that's mature that not necessarily you know people would think about 
they just think about the great play that KJ made. They don't think that, you know, the offensive lineman and you know uh, Josh Braun, he stepped up right away to say that KJ shouldn't have had to do that and that they didn't really do their job on that that play. But if you want to hear the interview, it's uh, anywhere you get podcasts. It's it's available and it is posted. So be able to hear from Josh Braun on Out of Bounds today. Very good. Okay, Joe. I didn't know. I, I don't. I don't know all this stuff. Y'all push buttons in there, and you, you know, <laughs> spin around, and you know, do side straddle hops, jumping jacks. I guess they call it now today. But uh, y'all do all kinds of magic in there. And next thing you know, boom! It's it's up there. Technology so. and stuff. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Technology and stuff. That's about right. Well, after some of the feedback that we have received, oh, let me do this real quick. Um, Another accolade for Landon Jackson. When I got the, uh, when we got the release from the University of Arkansas, Rick, it did not say co-defensive player. No, it didn't. Uh-uh. Well, now we're hearing he's co. Yeah. My goodness, what did someone do? Have nineteen interceptions and and uh, forty-five tackles in a game because. That's a heck of an effort he put on this past Saturday. Yeah. 11 tackles, uh, three and a half tackles for loss, and obviously that's benefit by way of three and a half sacks. He is the Bednarik Award Player of the Week. And it does not say on this page that he's sharing it with anybody either. Now it says the Texacana... Texas native was the Southeastern Conference Defensive Lineman of the Week. So they're still saying that. I, I, did, I don't know who the other player is. I don't either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so what is that? <laughs> yeah. Good grief. Yeah, I don't know. You get three and a half quarterback sacks against Alabama, you ought to be up for national honors. I'm sure he will be before it's all said and done. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised at all. Uh in spite of those that have been nipping at us for jumping the gun, continuous to prop up uh, basketball well before it's ready to start. Well, folks, I don't know if this is the official or unofficial start to the basketball season, but the media, which I wasn't asked. Were you asked, Rick? I doubt. No, they don't talk to us. Um, it was a select panel of both SEC and national media members. And the predicted order of finish, it is Tennessee, Texas, A&M, Arkansas, Kentucky, Alabama, Auburn, Mississippi State, Florida at number 8, Missouri at 9, Ole Miss 10, Vandy 11, Georgia 12, LSU 13, South Carolina 14. I don't know, Rick, if you noticed the very first name that was uh, on the first team, all S-E-C. Did you happen to notice that? The first name? First name. I don't know who the first name was. Who was it? Grant Nelson, Alabama. That name didn't ring a bell? This was the highly contested uh, who was, uh, player who was in the transfer portal oh, from North Dakota. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. one minute it seemed to be Arkansas. Next yeah. minute Alabama. Then back and yeah. forth, back and forth, yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Then it, it sounded like, if you remember, he had committed uh, to Alabama. Then all of a sudden it disappeared. He felt yeah. slotted by some reason. I can't and, remember now. The, all and the, even the, the G League was even in the discussion yeah, at that yes, point. Yes, yeah, right. yes. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Okay, yeah. so he's obviously valued, believed to be a primetime player, I guess coming so. right out of the transfer portal and being first-team All-SEC. Arkansas had two representatives, Trevin Brazil and Devo Davis, who was on the second team. And Brazil gets picked to the first team despite coming off an ACL. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's a that's a pretty high honor, I think. Yeah, I don't even think he played. Did he play in 14 games? No. I don't think he played that Last many. Last year? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. I don't think he played Nine that many. Nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Um, the preseason SEC Player of the Year, 
This is almost like, almost like a kiss of death. This is almost like being on the <laughs> cover of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Yeah. Uh, Wade Taylor the Fourth from Texas A&M. I was, I, I guess, I was caught unaware what the uh, opinion was of Texas A&M. I didn't realize they they were that highly second. regarded. Yeah, by the media, pick yeah, second. Second. Tennessee pick first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, ranked high and all those kind of stuff. So, yeah, all, and then tomorrow, of course, media people get a chance to talk to these guys. So, um, are the men and women there the same day? No. Okay. Men tomorrow, uh, the ladies on Thursday. Okay, very two, good. Two-day deal. Um, but the media also, let's see what it says, select panel of both SEC and national media members. Uh, the ladies were uh, the preseason media poll order of finish. No surprise. LSU, no surprise. South Carolina, number three, no surprise. Tennessee. From that point, the top three on the women's side, to me, it's, it's, there's no, there's no argument. LSU, South Carolina, Tennessee. From there, I think to a little bit of a degree, you can kind of shake, shake them up in a hat. Uh, beginning with Ole Miss at number four, number five Mississippi State, number six Georgia. Uh, I'm number six Arkansas, number seven Georgia, six Arkansas, five Mississippi State, four Ole Miss, three Tennessee, two South Carolina, number one LSU. Uh, after Georgia, Texas A&M, Alabama, Florida, Missouri, Auburn, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Angel Reese, no surprise, the preseason. Player of the year, no Arkansas player. There's only two teams, and there were actually there's five on the first team, six on the second team. So it wasn't like they had uh, 400 names, and it just so happened that it didn't work out that Arkansas could not even get one in the top 400. But no, there was only 11 players <laughs> selected well, total. Get them in the postseason. That yeah. that would count for even better. That's, that's right. where it counts. That's yep. where it counts. That's right. And if you're picked middle of the pack in the SEC, if that's sixth, then and you finish there or better, then you're in the NCAA tournament. Cause Absolutely. It's a, a strong conference. Absolutely. And it's only going to get better. And just think, Arkansas gets picked third. They were they finished tenth last year. You know, when you go to the Sweet 16, you, you kind of look back and say, well, hey, it was a really good year. They were tenth in the league last year. Barely got in the NCAA and then won two games. So to be picked third this year, I think, is a that's a pretty lofty pick, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's start with uh, John Mark. Now, John Mark, where have you been, my friend? I, I, this may be a different John Mark. It's okay. It's the same John Mark you're talking about. But good afternoon, guys. Uh, hey, I, you, you gave us that list of the men's basketball rankings in the SEC. Now, but let me preface this by saying I cannot stand Ole Miss, and so this makes me just want to sit and have to say what I'm fixing to say. <laughs> but when you uh, when you told us that list, you said what Ole Miss was number ten or whatever. I think that if and I'd like to hear y'all's thoughts, you know, whether somebody's too high or, or too low. But I think that if you're going to get a surprise out of the SEC this year, I think it's going to be Ole Miss because. If you look at what Chris Beard did mm-hmm. at, at UALR, you know, with no no disrespect to those young men, but he had at most decent players. You know, he took them to the success they had, and in the first year at at uh, in uh, Texas, you know, he had success there. They went to the Longhorns. He had he has had immediate success everywhere he's been. And you know, I was at the Arkansas Ole Miss basketball game uh, this past year when it was in Fayetteville, and you know, if I'd, I you know, admittedly haven't seen what they have returning or what he got of the transfer portal or anything there but i mean just knowing what we know about chris beard i i think it's fair to say that they're going to be your cinderella team or your surprise team or whatever you might uh want to call that so i'd like to hear your thoughts on that and then if you you know if there was somebody you thought was too high or, or too low so i appreciate you guys have a good rest of your day thank you john mark pat bradley was with us last night and he mentioned Ole miss as being a surprise team so, because of Beard, I don't know. Would they get in the transfer portal? I don't know. But, yeah, that's uh, the question. Would they get out of the transfer portal? Yeah, but Pat did mention Ole Miss as a team that could surprise last night. Okay, there's uh, on the first team for the men, Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky, Mississippi State, Tennessee, Texas A&M. I've never seen it that way before. Normally, you got at least one or uh, two or more, it seems like, from Kentucky right. on the first team. Second team, Alabama, Arkansas, 
Florida, Kentucky, Tennessee. Yeah, that there again. It's uh, it's the first. Is this the first year in history that Kentucky wasn't picked to win the league? I mean, they, they picked them fifth, didn't they? I think 1951, <laughs> when I was born, was the last time. Yeah, it's, <laughs> been, it's been quite a while. <laughs> that they hadn't been selected Man, preseason yeah. number one. Yeah, they're usually picked whether they're they're going to be that good or not. Well, that's like Alabama. When's the last time they weren't yeah. picked number one? Even well, when they year, were going through DeBose. Uh, no, I'm talking about in their division. Right. Basketball, oh, okay. this, this is all just one division. Yeah. But um, now if you're saying number one overall, yeah, that'd be Georgia. And next year you'll have, just again, one, because it's going to be one division. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, I just think the SEC's made a mistake in doing that. Baseball is still going to have divisions, aren't they? Yes. I hope so. Yeah. I don't... Uh, That's I don't my understanding. That. Yeah. Now, it may change. Yeah, I don't quite grasp this. No division look. The Big Ten's doing it. I guess the ACC's done it. Big 12's done it. What, what's the point? Why, why can't you have divisions? Why, why can't you have divisions? Yeah. Savage, good afternoon. I'm running right up against the break, my friend. That's all right. I can hold or fold. All right, buddy. But uh, I'll hold. But, you know, look at the SEC as a whole. When you go to pick the first and second team, with the transfer, I mean, it's, how do you pick some of these teams? I get you've got Devo and you've got some veterans that, that stand out, but there's obviously some lot better players than Devo that might be in this league, but they're transferring in. So if you look at Arkansas's roster, there's well, a yeah. lot of first and second team players on this team. Well, you know, it's, Savage, it's, just look at the number 14 preseason ranking. I think that was because, again, not everyone is totally familiar with who all Arkansas brought in from the transfer portal. Hang on, hang on, Savage. I got to hit all a break. Right. All right, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Join Puppy Up Waterock for a dog walk around MacArthur Park and a silent auction in the pavilion to fundraise for canine cancer research on Saturday, November 4th, 11 to 2 p.m. at the MacArthur Park Pavilion in downtown Woodrock. The walk starts at 1 p.m. The registration website is at puppyupwalk.org slash Woodrock. For more information, contact Fran at puppyup.org or call 501-690-1903. That's 501-690-1903. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Have you been denied a new roof by your insurance company after storm damage? You won't be denied at Shamrock Roofing. Give us a call or visit us at shamrockroofer.com. Right now, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you automatically qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Company is your blueprint for success. Whether you're a professional contractor or just need a hand being handy, Whit Davis is your partner for getting the job done right. From quality materials to tools for projects inside and out, they understand how important quality is when it comes to your home. So, when you're in need of a lumberyard or hardware store, think of my friends over at Whit Davis. You can find them in Jacksonville, Cabot, Sherwood, and Greenbrier, or online at WhitDavis.com. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard of the current turmoil in the auto industry. Rising used car prices and declining new car inventory is clearly a real possibility. But this month, Watney Chevrolet strikes back with 0% on 2023 Silverados. Call 501-982-2102. Watney Chevrolet in Jacksonville anticipated today's car climate months ago by ordering extra new inventory and assembling a fleet of quality used cars. Call 501-982-2102. Trade now because prices could soon be headed in the wrong direction. Plus, get the relief of no payments until after New Year's. Watney Chevrolet will get you right before the storm on the horizon. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. 
Buckle up, y'all, because the Arkansas State Fair is rolling into town. That means October 13th through the 22nd, you're getting rhythm rocking, hand clapping concerts all week long. From Morris Day and the Time to Bill Vassar, Crowder, Uncle Cracker, Night Ranger, and more. See the full lineup and preferred concert seating tickets at ArkansasStateFair.com. See y'all there. Brought to you by Bank OZK, Arkansas Farm Bureau, Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas, and Legends Resort and Casino. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is Edwards Signature Meatloaf for only $7.49 per pound with twice-baked potatoes for just $4.99 per pound. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Where did Randy Rainwater go? I actually on my sheet I show tacos. Oh, here for it is! I just got it! Life. I just got it! I just got it! So you know what? Usually I just do. I don't do Monday and Tuesday, but we'll do it today because I love to talk about tacos for life. <laughs> if anybody thinks I'm here, that if anybody thinks, yeah, you are there. If anybody thinks that doing spots is like you know you got to force yourself or something like that no for tacos for life it's easy and i've shared before i eat there frequently i love to take guests there uh, yesterday i was in the springdale tacos for life there was a couple that was eating there for the first time it was really kind of cool they said you go ahead we're looking at the menu for the first time so you know what i got to do i got to show them i said look if, if you're not sure what you want, I said, here's where the, the harder crust shells are. Here's the softer ones. Then you look at it. I told them, I said, now, the bacon barbecue ranch tacos are really good. And if you like quesadillas, he says, yeah, I really do like quesadillas. I said, well, try the bacon barbecue ranch quesadilla. So he did. And so it was cool to be able to help people do that. I ordered, uh, I ordered a taco with the chips. I always like that. So... It's always fun to talk about Tacos for Life and the fact that you help somebody who's food insufficient when you eat there. Try it. Tacos for Life. Okay. On my sheet, it says Tacos for Life. So You know, I just got that. Uh, I hadn't looked at my phone, and I got texted that over an hour ago, so I should have known better. There you Thank go. Thank you very much. That's, that's okay. Thank you for being so kind. That's okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where's Randy Rainwater? I wonder where he Well, because you were waiting for Tacos <laughs> for Life. Yeah, you were. Thank Ready you. to talk football in Arkansas. Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. All right, Kevin, before we jump into this week's primetime performers, holy smoke, some of these are beyond belief. Um, but we need to finish up with Savage. Savage, welcome back. All right, I'll be brief. Rick, you know, we watch our teams in baseball. We get emotionally at the end of the game. Blood pressure gets up. I don't know how you are. That's how I am. I get invested into it. But watching these games with Texas and the Astros, it comes down to basic base- baseball. If you've got bases loaded and you don't score a run, yeah. and you watch it, you don't – You don't. is there not even small ball? I mean, you watch the – these are major leaguers. And you watch El, El Tuve, you know, he's doing dumb stuff. Just talk about that. Watching these major leaguers in – you just can't perform on that level. You, if you got bases loaded, you have to score in that position. What's your thoughts? I'll get off here. Appreciate it, guys. He's talking about the fifth inning when the Astros were down. I believe it was five to two, or five, either five to two or five to three at the time, and um, they had the bases loaded and nobody out with the top of their order up. Altuve struck out. Bregman struck out. Alvarez for one of the few times they got him out. You know, he Jordan hit two home runs yesterday, but with the bases loaded, he didn't. And um, so, yeah, you, you got to think, although those three hitters, you're not thinking about squeeze bunts or anything else. You're thinking, well, those guys, one of the first two is at least going to hit a fly ball, but they didn't. And so you think about getting out of that. And the other thing is that Texas stuck with Evaldi. 
it shows you that Texas's pitching depth is not. You know, their their two best starters are by far Montgomery and Evaldi. Now they're going to start Scherzer uh, tomorrow night, and so he's coming off the disabled list or the IL they call it now. They can't count on him for more than three or four innings, but their starting uh, pitching is is thin right now. So they leave, they left Evaldi in there, and you got to give him credit. He made good pitches to strike out uh, Altuve and Bregman. Those are accomplished hitters. Uh, See, so we can say what we want to say. You got to do this, and you got to do that. Those guys have, have come through in the clutch before, but they didn't in that instance. And Texas was able to hold on and win the game five to four. Uh, had Houston broken through there, they probably would have won the game because Texas didn't score after uh, after what the fourth inning. Scherzer had a sixty-two pitch uh, bullpen the other day, so I don't know if that will be his pitch limit. Four but... four innings. But and here's the other thing is he last year um, was he with the whatever year he was with the Dodgers was that last year last year yeah he wasn't so great in the playoffs and uh, then he gets traded to the Mets his year this year has just been so so even when he's healthy so I don't think the Astros need to fear Scherzer and particularly because I don't think he'll pitch more than four innings anyway he's money in the bank okay. Kevin he has money. He makes lots of money. He makes yes. lots of money. That's why he's in. He has it in the bank. Um, I don't know how difficult this was. I, I noted uh, what you Very had. Hard. Yeah, I said so many <laughs> outstanding hard. performances this week. The list was so good that a couple of five touchdown passers didn't make it. Cream rising to the top. So uh, this may be. You said this a couple of weeks ago. I'm not sure yeah. this list doesn't trump that list. It does from a production standpoint when you talk about all-around performances by quarterbacks. I mean, you have we, we had a trifecta of three quarterbacks who threw for seven touchdowns, and they didn't even make the primetime performer of the week list. And I did two of them for the second time this year. Mm. So, uh, you know, great performances. And games get tighter this time of the year with conference championships and playoff seating on the line. So it's just like you saw with Zane Widener the other night. I mean, what can you say? When you're breaking records that have stood for, you know, fifty plus years, yeah, you know, you're gonna make you're gonna make every list in the state. So we'll get right to it. Dalton West from Bentonville West. Dalton Rice from Bentonville West, excuse me, twenty one of twenty five, three hundred and ten yards and five touchdowns. Tyler Strickland, the quarterback from Cersei, nineteen of twenty six for two hundred and eighty five yards, five touchdowns through the air. 10 rushes, 71 yards, and a touchdown on the ground. Six total touchdowns. Bo Williams, the running back from Shiloh Christian. Welcome back, Bo. 20 carries, 170 yards. Light load for him. We know that. He had six touchdowns on the ground. Five catches, 47 yards, and a touchdown. Receiving seven total touchdowns. Mm. P.J. Gully, the wide receiver from Prescott. Six catches, 222 yards, three touchdowns. Corey Graham, they fought. The DeWitt Dragons fought with Warren, came up just short. Graham did his part. 32 carries, 288 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Dax Golf from Boonville. Golf hadn't been on our list very much this year because he's only played like half the games this year, half of a game. Last week he had six carries, four touchdowns. This week got to play a little bit longer, 24 carries, 206 yards, four touchdowns on the ground. Caden Brink from Salem. Guys, this yards per carry is over 20 yards. It's amazing. 11 carries, 243 yards, five touchdowns. Then you have the dynamic duo from Rodgers. Quarterback Dane Williams, wide receiver Grayson Cash. Williams was 22 of 33 for 464 yards, five touchdowns. Cash had nine catches, 311 yards, and a touchdown. From what I've seen this year, that's the most yardage in a game for yeah, a wide receiver. Correct. And then we talked. To, then we talked about uh, the quarterbacks with seven touchdowns. Kenyon Carter from Mark Tree, twenty of twenty-seven, four hundred sixty-seven yards, seven touchdowns. Andrew Moore from Lincoln, twenty-five of thirty-four, four hundred ninety-six yards, seven touchdowns on Golly. the night. That's right. And our defensive uh, stud of the week, Bo Baxter from Batesville, 20 tackles. He had a safety and a fumble recovery. Randy, the last three weeks, he's totaled 57 tackles, couple fumble recoveries, safety. He's been put in on offense. He had a touchdown two weeks ago against Paragould. 
He was really big in that rivalry win over win on Friday night. But our primetime players of the week, we have co-players of the week, Zane Widener from Clinton, 36 carries, 400 yards. Second 400-yard rush of this season. Bo Williams was the other. Widener had six touchdowns rushing and a receiving touchdown. And Brandon Cobb from Plasky Academy, 34-52 for 478 yards, eight touchdowns passing on the night. So, Zane Widener, Brandon Cobb are your Wood Family Dealership Primetime Performers of the Week. In fact, Zane also played on the defensive side of the football. He did. And he also yep. ran out and retrieved the uh, the tees when the ball was kicked off. Shot, shot the cannon. And shot the cannon yeah, after he ever touched yeah, down as well. Yeah, and then he also was – I saw him gathering up water bottles. I, I don't know how the kid does it all. But uh, <laughs> that was a great, great effort. I mean, that when you think about – uh, at number two, which normally you only have one, but in this case you had two. But what a game yeah. by Drew Moore. 25 of 34. I mean, the accuracy is there. Uh, 496 yards, seven touchdowns. But then uh, Kenyon Carter of Mark Tree, 20 of 27, equally as accurate, 467, seven touchdowns. That stuff is uh, – I mean – I'm going to say it again, Kev. I think this is the best numbers we've had so far through seven games plus zero week, which is really eight. That's right. But uh, in this case, it's week number seven. Good gracious. It's going to be hard uh, next week to have at least ten, and you talked about so many more. Well, actually, it's more than ten. Uh, when you've got co-players of the week and then you've got all the others that were uh, at number two where you've got two there, uh, number three, there's two players there. Yeah, and, uh, if, if, if they had similar stats and they did something similar, re- reward them the same. They did something sure. similar. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, and I, I looked at this, so it, it's all in how would you tell what's best con- versus two weeks ago? Well, you can, do, you can assign a point system like they do in fantasy football. Sure. And this week based on the number of players, average per, average fantasy point production per player was more than two weeks ago. So, yes, it, it was. this was by far the, the best list we've had. And we've got some, uh, which we will talk about, obviously, in-depth on Friday. The Sonic Blast, oh, by the way, is at Quitman as they are hosting Perryville. But we shall also see some amazing performances because of some of the matchups that we're going to have this week in those players' tend to step forward um as we uh kind of glance back kevin what were your takeaways from the uh alabama arkansas game it would have been easy to fold up shop down 24 to 6 on the road after four straight weeks of just apathy i guess so they didn't. Uh, you saw some things that some of the old problems are still there, but you saw the competitive fire. They, they didn't give up. Like It would have been easy to do and teams have done in the past. They had a shot. They had a chance right there. Yeah, it was going to be 90-plus yard drive, but they had a chance to take the lead at Alabama in the fourth quarter. Arkansas hasn't had that but maybe one time in the last 15 years. Well, twice if you count the game where we lost, what, 14-10 to 10 and – uh, in the rain honoring the 64 championship team. So, or 14-13. This was the only chance that they've had to do that. Now, with that, the defense would have had to step up and make plays, but they did. Uh, early on, they exploited the secondary a little bit. The injuries kind of crept up, and you saw that. They took advantage of Milrow likes to throw the deep ball. So, um, I think they have a chance to go 4-1 down the stretch, but we shall see. When we come back, you can also put the ribbon on the fall World Series, which yep. I kind, we'll of a, about that. kind of a stretch, call it the World Series. But anyway, Fall World Series in Fable wrapped up today. And we'll get Kevin to talk about that in just one moment. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Today with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on the Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Fort Thompson's in Sherwood. Savage. Access 2 Camel Rifle with Bushnell Banner Scope. $399.90. Regularly $469.90. Ruger American Predator. 6.5 Creedmoor on sale for $429.90. Regularly $479.90. Visit ftthompson.com. 
With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America. And Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties national reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. You wanted big discounts on new Rams? Well, we got them. Up to $10,000 off all new Rams. On Bighorns, we got 72 months at 0% and at 72 months at 2.9 on all new Ram Laramies. And on 2500s, we got up to $9,000 off. We got Frank Fletcher's lowest price on every new Ram on the lot. Come see us folks, we're making deals on all new Rams. And we have up to $10,000 off in discounts on new Jeep Grand Cherokees. We've got the Deal you're looking for on a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. Talk to us before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and how much you want to pay, and we'll find it. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. So come see us and give us a chance to earn your business. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood, or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Chosen as one of Arkansas's best places to work eight years in a row, Rainwater Holden Sexton is hiring premier paralegals and legal assistants with an emphasis on bilingual Spanish-speaking candidates at all locations. Rainwater Holden Sexton's mission is to compassionately represent injured and disabled Arkansans. With generous benefits and competitive pay, Rainwater Holden Sexton is a destination employer hiring the best. We're also seeking bilingual Spanish-speaking attorneys to join our team. Apply today at callrainwater.com. Justin Aker reminding you the Surter Pro Painters is here to help you as we transition from summer into fall. And if you're thinking about doing something to the outside of your home, maybe it's long overdue. Surter Pro Painters is here to help. Have them come over, give you an estimate, and they can help walk you through the process of what it'll take to get it done. They can help you out with the color selection and everything else you need to get the job done right. Each Surter Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at SurterPro.com. That's Surta with a C. For your home, for your business, get your place looking right with the help of my friends at Surter Pro Painters. It's Kayak Chaos at Arts Marine. Pick your perfect kayak from their large inventory and start exploring the natural state. Right now, get 20% off feel-free kayaks. We also slash prices on Mokin 10 and Lure 10 kayaks. Here at Granddaddy Trusted Arts Marine, so should you. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. When you're on the road, we're the voices inside your head. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Along with Kevin Bohannon, we'll scoop and score in just a moment. But first, I want to talk to you about Double B's, where you gas it, grab it, and go and one of the items I love to grab quite often is either Chester's Chicken or the Big Rock Pizza that they have in their deli. Uh, a night like tonight would be a great night for me to do that. Why? Because Carrie has a class tonight. So I'm kind of on my on. So I might as well go by and uh, check out what they have to offer uh, from either Chester's Chicken or Big Rock Pizza. And if you're in Clinton or Cabot, you can always stop in for some Baskin-Robbins ice cream. And you can also sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card. You'll get $0.10 cents off a gallon at the pump. And be sure and ask your Double Beast cashier about signing up for a rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all stores and save money with the Venom 2 for $2.00. The one liter brisk tea, two for three dollars, and the Mr. Pure, two for four dollars. Where do you find that? Only at Double B's, where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double B's. And we are also joined by my man Neil Atkinson, who's got his feet back in Arkansas, and he's absolutely a little bit under the weather. Uh, have you yeah. have you been able to shake that off? Uh, doing a little bit better today, doing a little bit better today, but I've got some good cold medicine that puts me to sleep if it gets too bad, so <laughs> it's 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 not all bad, but uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, great, great night 
um, uh, for baseball tonight. No, not a lot of football tonight, but I know everybody's looking ahead. We got the uh, double R specials up really, really early this week. I think the Razorbacks are going to be happy to be back home in Fayetteville. We're looking for a win. We need a win. And it's also great that Saracen is the presenting sponsor for the game this weekend, too. So there's going to be a big Saracen presence up there. And a lot of our players and a lot of our contest winners are going to get to enjoy that game. And uh, there's some good props that you have out there. And I can tell you, think the uh, defense is uh, really carrying us along here. And I think uh, the uh, over and under line has already been bet down two points. So I think people are recognizing that uh, 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 it could be uh, the defense is going to be the difference in this game against Mississippi State. Man, I'm looking at my double R prop specials. And I'm thinking I made these things too easy the way they're priced. Apparently, Cam Little over 54 and a half longest field goal made plus three and a half total extra points plus 250. And the one that I think made some people a bunch of money last week, but then you priced it down this week. You're you're catching on, Mister Atkinson, Max Fletcher. Well, they're, they're, they're pl- well, they're playing Mississippi State versus Alabama at home, so that may have a little oh, bit to do with it. okay. Because I've got Max Fletcher over 45 and a half yards punting average over 1.5 punts inside the 20. He had four inside the 20 last week against Alabama, but he still averaged 55 yards per kick. Oh, yeah, that's, that's incredible. Didn't he have one that was 72? What 70, was that number? 70. It was 70. Okay, I was trying to give him an extra two yards. But anyway, yeah, that, that's incredible. Anytime you see a 70-yard punt in, in the college game, it, it's phenomenal there. Well, I'm just telling you, I'm giving him an opportunity to make a little bit of bread this week. Uh, by the way, Arkansas is a six-and-a-half point favorite over under at 48-and-a-half. 48-and-a-half. Well, Neil, we're we're so thrilled to have you back in the state after your basic two week vacation out in Vegas. Um, continue to get well. well I, yeah, I'll, I'll get better. I think we got a little little cold bug out there, and I've been kind of isolating. But boy, I am glad to be back in Arkansas. Uh, they they can have that out there. I, I think Arkansas, uh, Vegas, Arkansas style down at Saracen. I'll take that just about <laughs> any day. Uh, it's, it's my speed, so that's that's what we'll do. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Have a great night. That is Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. Bet Saracen dot com. Go to the app store and get the app as well. What do you think, Kev? You like you like some of those double R prop specials this week? I, I do. The, the Max Fletcher did me good good things last weekend. So I told you. I, I was very happy with. That. I told yeah. you. Yeah, I missed on Dominion, but that was worth it at, at a plus seven hundred. That was worth it. But, look at you know, look at uh, some you lose some. <laughs> look at Landon Jackson. I mean, I'm practically giving it to you. Okay, that's all right. All right, let's do this. Make sure that we uh, do this proper. Ready to talk football in Arkansas? Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. Well. We're not going to scoop and score. We're going to pitch and catch. And that is with the conclusion. I guess that wraps up fall practice, is it not, Kevin? It does. Well, they're still going to do some things indoor and everything. But, yeah, as far as the scrimmages go, they're done for the year. So, the good thing is we got to see some baseball. Another good thing is, congratulations, Coach Van Horn. He's going to be a grandpa, grandfather, granddad. That, they, that was surprised yesterday. I think they're going to have triplets or something that I what? read. So Triplet. it's going to be wow. – yeah, he said after the, the fourth inning, play. he doesn't remember anything. <laughs> yeah, triple, triple plays play. are rare. Yep. Rare, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very rare. So, But I, I thought he might have had an aneurysm because they had 22 free passes yesterday via air, six errors and 16 Oh, balls. my gosh. So, oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, pitching and defense was not very good yesterday. Ryder Helfrick, the freshman, he was real big on Ryder. Uh, came in as a catcher, played a little bit of second base, but he could be the everyday DH. He was two for three with three RBIs. Jack Wagner, the uh, transfer from Tarleton State, hit a home run yesterday, hit a home run today. Five different players hit home runs today, Randy, including big country, our man Reese Robinette. Freshman Kate Smith hit a 432-foot bomb. Uh, Wagner went... 
Uh, yard again. Yeah. Yep. Four thirty-two. Wow. So Wagner, Wagner and Diggs went uh, went yard for the Razorbacks today as well. So a lot of good things, a lot of competition. Coach Van Horn says he thinks he's got twelve players that could get be in the lineup right now and go every day. Uh, other than that, he's got some guys that just aren't quite there consistently. Both games started freshmen uh, on the mound for the Cardinal and the Gray yesterday. Uh, Tate McGuire and Colin Fisher started today. Then you had Gabe Gakel and Hunter Dietz on the mound yesterday. So a lot of talent on the mound. Everybody got to throw except Hagen Smith and Brady Tigert due to workload. So a lot of good things to mull over and think about. We're going to have some coverage on Scorebook Live as far as high school baseball and Razorback baseball over the next couple of weeks to kind of satisfy the hunger of some of our baseball fans out there. So make sure you go over there and look. Uh, but the Razorbacks, they'll be a top ten preseason team again, no doubt. Kevin, the pitching has been touted uh, going into this next season has been one of the major strengths. How did the pitching play out in the uh, in the fall classic? Yeah, it was not as good as it was back in September. I think a little bit of pressure got to these guys. And, you know, when you got 12 to 15 guys that could start in the SEC on the offensive side of the baseball and on the ledger, being in the lineup every day, that's a talented lineup you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the younger guys got work. Will McIntyre didn't. <laughs> he had a little uh, hiccup yesterday. Uh, walks three, only struck out one and two-thirds of an inning work. Uh, Jay Wu Cho, the talented freshman from IMG Academy, uh, had a pretty clean outing yesterday at innings work, and then today he came back and closed it out in extra inning. He had two strikeouts in the inning of work. Jordan Husky from Greenbrier, he's a redshirt freshman, three innings, one hit baseball. Had two walks, four strikeouts. Did a really good job. Just so many guys that they have right now. The pecking order is really going to be interesting uh, come January. Gage Woods working his way back into shape. He kind of got dead arm towards the end of the summer, took some time off, but he looked good and he struck out the side in the seventh yesterday. Uh, with fastball was 92 94. So Coach Van Horn mentioned that, you know, he's had a good fall. Strikes have been there, hasn't walked very many. You're going to have a really, with Molina and Smith, you're going to have two lefties that will be all SEC. Now, who's going to third one going to be? Is it going to be Brady Tiger? Is it going to be one of these talented freshmen? We'll just have to see, uh, and a lot of that will be worked out over the next two months. Is there any lingering issues over Tiger? Not right now, no. They're just they're just kind of taking it easy with him. Gotcha. Uh, Cody Frank and Peyton Stovall are the only two that are on the shelf right now outside of Car- outside of the, uh, the UCL injuries. Yeah. Dylan Carter yep. and company. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Good work as usual. We will talk with you Thanks, later Kevin. on this week. That is Kevin Bohannon. Scoop and score coming up next. Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC wants to make sure you're getting the service you deserve and your vehicle needs. Choices in sales, service, fair prices, and relationships built on trust is the Wood family promise, and we stand by it. When you purchase a new vehicle from us, the first oil change and inspection is free. Come see us today and experience the Wood family promise. Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC in Baker.